0: Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is Late Tea Time, the Golf Betting Podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else.
1: Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. And hello, late tea time podders around the world. Very good to see you today. Um, We missed you last week. It's my fault because I've got technical problems. My laptop screen is... Punk. But I, I have got Dave Tindall on the television behind me. Um, so if I go like this on this uh, podcast, then that is because I'm craning my neck to see DT. But DT, how are
0: you? Yes, I'm good, thank you. They'll they, um, they get my homework excuse from me last yeah. week. Yeah,
1: so we, yeah, we missed you last week. But we are back and we are back with two tournaments, not just one DT this time.
0: Yeah, the uh, DP World Tour often does this. Kicks off not just with one, but with two. What are we, four days on since the last season finished? Uh, Which which one are we going to start with? Here, Um, we'll start with Australia because obviously given the world clock, that's the one that uh, will be kicking off um, sort of very late Wednesday night UK time. So that's tonight, isn't it?
1: So uh, you can see on the screen there, the Australian PGA Championship. Cam Smith, uh, DT, he's the favourite, 4-1, 9-2 best price, 13-2 to two for Minwoo Lee. You've got Cam Davis in there at 9-1. to one. Adam Scott, Aussie, 12-1, to 14-1 for yukin Neiman. And uh, Adrian Moronk is in there at 16s. The rest are bigger. This one, as you said, kicks off uh, later on this evening, UK time. We're currently, uh, what, 245 PM in the UK um, but we leave this as late as possible we left it far too late last week obviously but uh, in terms of this week we leave it as late as possible um, where does that lead us in terms of the
0: news the rumours all of the gossip from the course well we'll start um, with a bit of an outsider bet. I'm going to come on to a, a double that crosses both tournaments later but we'll start with our slightly obscure uh, player this week he's called Hayden Barron Hayden Barron uh, Hayden Barron yes Uh, Not Baron Hayden, which he sounds like he could be if he's an Aussie. But it's Hayden Baron. Yeah, I know it's an interview with him on uh, the PGA of Australia Twitter page. Uh, So I had a little listening into that. I mean, I've I've heard of him. He was at Q School, but um, I didn't know an awful lot about him, I have to say. Um, But one of the, the little things he said was that he played his first ever pro event at this week's course Royal Queensland and you often see that in golf betting whatever the tournament or venue where the player was first given a bit of a crack first given a go they they are always sort of holding high esteem Mm. Uh, so I thought that was good and then I checked to see how well he did and he actually finished 12th so 12th in this tournament a couple of years ago which was really good Uh, that was actually because it's like calendar difference that was early 2022 Uh, then later In twenty twenty two, so sort of this time of year. He was fourth in the Australian Open. So this guy can clearly play. Um, you know, he's not someone you see every week on the on the uh, DP World Tour, although we will be seeing him every week soon. Um, but when he the tour pops up in Australia, he's definitely worth a look. His current form, then that's obviously the next check you want to do on these sort of things. And he did actually come over to play the Alfred Dunhill Lynx Championship in Scotland and made the top 25. I thought that was, that was a nice little finish. And since then, he's finished runner-up in the Western Australia PGA Championship. Okay, not a great field, but second place. is still pretty good. And then he's come through Q school. So he's he's got his card for next year. So that's really uh, a real boost for him. He was saying how excited he is. He can't quite believe that. So why not try and get him in the perfect circumstances in his homeland on a course he's done well in before so i thought we could maybe just spread a few bets here and there but first round leader is one of them okay he's 90 i think you can get 90 to one at uh, unibet and they're paying six places which is quite good um in the outrights i think he's 125 125 to one seven places with paddy power and william hill yeah, do that. And then maybe downgrade it a little bit, downgrade expectations if you want to try and just be a bit more sure of of cashing in on this extra knowledge. Top 20 is about 133 to 1. Uh, that seems well within his capabilities, Hayden Barron. So, so yeah, he's the sort of one that's come to me late in the day, as it were. He's not even got a Wikipedia page. I know. Uh, he will do when he wins this week. <laughs>
1: I was just trying. To, I was going to do a quiz with you to say what you knew about Hayden Barron, but oh, yeah. a huge amount on the internet about Hayden Barron.
0: Right. Well, people want to see what he looks like and uh, how he speaks, and you can go to the, as I say, the PGA of Australia Twitter page, and you'll find a, an interview with him on there. Uh, but he is—he has come through Q School in the last couple of weeks, so uh, he's definitely on a high when he as he returns home. So he's. Let's have a look at him.
1: I'm going to look at his image. Oh, he's. Uh, but uh, is his hair short or long at the minute uh short i think so he's had it long he's had it long anyway uh, hayden, yeah. hayden baron the first person to go on to the uh, late tea time podcast betting slip this time there's a number of ways in as dt said first round leader 90 to 1 125 to 1 if you uh, want him seven places um to uh, win the thing top 20 finish roughly 3 to 1 for hayden <laughs> baron is he is he an aussie then
0: he is, yes, very much so.
1: I mean, there's quite a few. As went through the market there, quite a few of the Aussies are leading the market there. But Hayden Barron, you have to scroll down a little bit of a way to find that Hayden Barron in the market there. This is late tea time, the golf betting podcast. Cam Smith playing in that one. How is he? A, is he allowed to?
0: <laughs> yes, uh, he's not been banned. But yeah, as you say, he is a live player. Um, he always wins this event. I think he's won it three times in the last four years. So um, this is a, an event that he seems to just trot up and win. But I think he's got some tougher rivals this year. I wouldn't want to be backing him at too short a price. He has been playing well at live. I think he was runner-up in Hong Kong on his last live start. And yeah, he deserves to be favourite. But I want to I want to take him on. Um, this this is the first leg of a double we're going to do in Australia, and then right, okay. Um, in South Africa. So I I do think a favourite will probably win this week. And the one I like is the other Cam, Cam Davis. Right, 91. Whose whose form is just that bit more sort of robust and reliable, whereas Cam Smith, you think, well, second in a live event. What does that mean? But Cam Davis, you look at his form, it's superb. He's, He's been doing this right at the top level in the PGA Tour. Five top tens in his last seven PGA Tour events. And also a 12th at the Zozo in um, Japan last time. So absolutely fantastic form. You won't find anyone in better form, consistent form than him in the field this week. And then as for course form, he was seventh last year. And that was after a bit of a slow start. Um, Third, the previous time he played the event. Punters may remember him going in at a big price or certainly getting each way money in in the PGA earlier this season when he was fourth. Uh, so he's definitely a, a, a top quality player. Uh, Looking at his stats, the, the putter looks hot this week, and that that could be the difference. Um, you know, when it comes to which of the big guns might take the title, and he has won the Australian Open, so you know he's won one of these triple crown events that they play in Australia. Um, it, it was 2017, so I kind of think he's due another one. He's mm. um, it, it, gone up several grades since then. Yeah, really is one of the very, very best Australian players. We're going, we're going down the G one route on the golf now, are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the football G one. But you're almost guaranteed that if he can come top ten every week on the PGA tour, he's got to be in the mix here. Hmm. Uh, so, you, yeah, I'm going to use him as a as a win bet for a double. But if if you wanted to just have a a very, very, very solid each way bet on a nine to one shot, Cam Davis definitely fits the bill. Yeah, nine to one. So you can get seven places
1: with uh, the likes of uh, Paddy Power. You've got Betfair in there with you as well. Eight places with Boyle Sports, but uh, obviously slightly reduced price there on uh, Cam Davis for the Australian PGA Championship this time.
0: This is Late Tea Time. The last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tindall.
1: Bang onto the screen, the Joburg Open. Have you ever been to South Africa?
0: Oh, I have not I have not been to South Africa now. Have you? Have you uh, I have. I have spent a bit of time in Joburg. Well you'll know you'll I'll come on to this, you'll know this, and it's very high up, isn't it? Altitude. It is indeed. It is
1: indeed. Because they um Cape Town is the one, it's kind of the touristy area of South Africa, which is obviously on the coast. Um, and Joburg is, is quite high. And then you play at the cricket ground at Joburg and it has a tendency to be quite high scoring because the ball flies faster yes. through the thinner air. So the longer drivers, I would imagine, in the Joburg Open will uh, find their balls will uh, fly quite nicely.
0: Yes. Um, I'll say, it's certainly a big part. That, that angle of altitude is certainly a big part in my pick here. My pick is Tristan Lawrence at okay. I think you can get sixteen to one, Tristan. Tristan, tomato, tomato. Lawrence.
1: Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take you through the top end because it's um, yeah, Dean Burmester. He's eleven to one. He's the favourite. Christian was who too. We've had quite a few conversations on on the late tea time podcast on him because um, we like him. No, we fourteen to one. But uh, Tristan Lawrence, your pick sixteen to one. Dan Bradbury is 18. and then you've got uh, Henny de Plessy. Um he's twenty-five to one, twenty-five to one for Adrian Otegui, and the, the rest are bigger. But so Thriston's where your money's going.
0: Oh, all are beautifully pronounced with your uh names there. Well done. A few uh, tricky ones. There's um, a few there's they,
1: a few um a few similar names in the cricket team.
0: Yeah, so you uh, <laughs> you've got the sort of dialect and the accent going on. Um yeah, so Lawrence, um some quotes from him today on the Sunshine Tour, that's a local South African tour website where he said this tournament changed my life. I won't do it in South Africa. This tournament changed my life <laughs> and, <laughs> and gave me the opportunities to get where I am today. If you would like, so, if you
1: like to complain about DT's um, South African accent, it's accurate, uh, at uh, late tea time pod on Twitter <laughs> or X as it's called these
0: um, Yeah. So yeah, this tournament changed my life, gave me the opportunities to get where I am today. It's also nice to be home and on a golf course I'm very familiar with having played these sort of courses since my junior golf days. Uh, so he's uh, very much um, on home soil, uh, on ground that he knows well. He won this event actually on a different course in 2021. Um, he's also won the South African Open in 2022. So he's starting to pick off these big South African events. And as we've come to, uh, you mentioned it earlier about altitude. Hmm. If there's such a thing as kind of an altitude specialist, it's him. He's won this uh, tournament before so in Joburg, that's high up at altitude. Um, one of his other wins was in the European Masters at Crans. That, that's high up in the Swiss mountains at altitude. Um, he won the uh, BMW International Open, that's high up as well. And then, yeah, so, so any, anytime there seems to be a bit of altitude involved, he seems to just relish it. Current form as well, so as I say, won that BMW International Open in June. Third in the Irish Open, And then last week, he was fifth in the DP World Tour Championship amongst all the big guns like John Rahm. I think he tied John Rahm, he beat Roy McIlroy. So he had a great week last week. So he's coming home uh, to a course that he knows well, to to his homeland, in really, really good format. And while I I do think uh, Busseidenhut has got a big chance, I'm not, Dean Bemester doesn't seem to be quite the greatest to form, I don't know. Um, so I thought Lawrence—he's the one that seems to be winning um, regularly at home and in other sort of high-up events. So I thought I'd play him individually, and here's where you can get your buttons clicking, James. But also double him up with Cam Davis.
1: Oh, the other you one. can do it. You and your you and your doubles. So Thriston's in there, yeah. and then we go into the Australian one. You're going to get um,
0: 150s or something, aren't you? Cam Davis, than.
1: bang, he goes in. And that gives us a double. 169
0: to 1, there we go. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Nine to 1 double. Maybe play it as an each-way double, but you've got two sort of proven guys there who've, who've won big tournaments in the in their homeland. Well, both when the National opens, haven't they? Um, yeah. Who arrive in excellent form. So I thought it's quite a big bet. Because I always think at this time of year... It pays sense to look at the top three or four in the betting. I mm. mean, um, you, you saw Ludwig um, Oberg win last week. Um, he went off favourite in that one. You do get a lot of winners who are kind of at the front of the market at this time of year.
1: You're going to tell me now that if we'd done the Late Tea Time podcast last week, you'd have picked him, wouldn't you? Of course, yes. <laughs> so it's all my fault, everybody. I've just denied you winning bets. Uh, yeah, and that,
0: Joe Berg is, is the weak of the two fields. I think the other interviews I've read... This week would be more the Aussie ones, Moronk, Mar- uh, who's defending the Australian Open title next week. Uh, he was chatting and Robert McIntyre, he's playing in Australia as well. Uh, he was saying uh, the court, there'd been a bit of rain on that course, which might just have slowed it down a bit. Uh, he said there were a couple of things he needs to, to work on from Dubai. So it wasn't quite grabbing me as a bet, uh, but yeah, those two Europeans in Australia could, could play well, obviously, two classy players. Um, but Cam Davis is my bet there and obviously uh rather um, more cult bet on Hayden Barron.
1: Marvellous. So Aidan Barron, um, he's the uh, well big price individually, 90 to 1 first round lead, 125 to 1 to to win the blimmin' thing. And if you fancy that 169 to 1 double, Tristan Lawrence um, is carrying our money in Berg, Cam Davis in the Australian Open. And uh, that's uh, in the Australian PGA, rather. Um, 169 to 1. 169 to 1. If you can get that, then they'll I make know. up for my uh, inadequacies last week and the, the, the winning bet I denied you all.
0: Just a bit, yes. Yeah. So, that would be nice. I'm going to become a little dabble on that myself.
1: Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.